0: Welcome to week two of How to Be a Texan. Uh, this is a weekly podcast that Kyle Kirkpatrick and I came up with to talk about things, all things Texas really, so uh, various topics about Texas, about Texans, or you know, what it's like uh, to, to grow up and live here in Texas. So I'm joined by my friend, Mr. Kyle Kirkpatrick today, and we're going to be talking about why Texans are friendly. And also getting into what happens if you mess with Texas. Before we get into that, why don't you take a few minutes and kind of introduce yourself to the folk, Kyle? I know they met you last episode, but maybe they'd like to hear a little bit about you. I'm sure.
1: It's not going to take a few minutes. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Kyle Kirkpatrick, North Texan for life, Um, travel for work quite a bit, uh, work in healthcare, but uh, Uh, i've been here a long time with my wife and three kids who are teenagers and troublemakers and we live uh out on a few acres and we have some horses and cows and chickens and i'm a beekeeper and all that what about you kevin
0: kevin holder native texan uh, happily married for 25 years with four kids two dogs two horses and sometimes a chicken or two hanging around the property
1: I think we stole one of yours. Yeah. <laughs> we happen to be blessed by the presence of your elder here, Andrew, who still doesn't have a mic on him. But uh, you'll hear him randomly throughout just cackling in.
0: That's, Professional podcaster uh-huh. extraordinaire.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, all right. So, any opening comments about our sweet and sour? No, episode? I
0: think it sounds like some excellent topics. I mean, you know the the whole thing about Texas being friendlier. I think we touched on that a little bit last week in the myths. Mm-hmm. So it'll be good to drill down into that right. a little bit more.
1: Right. We got one uh, example of uh, what happens when when Texas go unfriendly, kind of go off the chain a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, don't mess with Texas. right? Yeah, that yeah. whole dust, "Don't mess with Texas," and we're gonna we're gonna talk about an example of that. Um, so, anyway, let's get into it. Um, why are Texans perceived as friendly and hospitable? So, uh, I did find an article, a couple articles. Uh, one was um, just about non-Texan perceptions, um, and some of them were just really, really funny quotes, and I thought I'd read a couple of those for you, Kevin. Are just. these
0: generally positive perceptions? Well, or? No,
1: they're, they're kind of...
0: You guys are a bunch of hillbillies? There's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of that.
1: But, anyway... So this one says, I live in Alberta, and we deal with Texans a lot because of their crude oil. Texans are my favorite people. They're very polite and courteous, and they like a stiff drink. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Basically, here's another one. Basically, America, but turned up to 11. I like that. uh, And then, uh, you know, Texas means Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders. Uh, Texas is my kind of place. Guns, dip, country music, and girls in boots.
0: Dip as in? Yes. Like queso dip? Chow and debaki. <laughs> you know Copenhagen?
1: Somewhere. Yeah. And then another quote says, it's the best country in the entire USA. I thought that. <laughs> no, that's so anyway, right. those are some non-Texan perceptions. I think one of those that, that I read, and, and there's not a lot of studies. I, I actually looked uh, about studies that say, how, how are you friendly? How are you measured to be polite? Mm, I, I didn't find any. They're just surveys and a lot of social media. So, so the one, um, study I found, it was quite a while ago, but it was the 10 friendliest cities in the U S and in that, believe it or not, we have two of them. Um, one was, uh, Fort Worth at number six and I believe that, and then, uh, number three was San Antonio. So I thought that was strong. So, and that's just a survey on, you know, general travelers and, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, in that same study, I thought it was interesting. Uh, they also listed the 10 least friendly, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. But if you look, the, the 10 friendly, <coughs> you know, number one was uh, Charleston, South Carolina.
1: Those are some fine people in South Carolina. Uh,
0: yep. Every single one was in the South, with the right. exception of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Right. New Orleans, Jackson Hole. Well, oh, Telluride, in, Colorado.
1: Well, that's Almost south, yeah. They do say
0: that Wyoming is the south of the
1: north. Oh, well, it's a south of the north. There you Who go. says that? Nobody. No. You just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded clever, though.
0: So, so there are a couple of western states in there, so Colorado and Wyoming, uh, but the rest are, are south. And then if you look at the 10 least friendly, those are the majority of those are in the northeast, yeah. But you get number 10, Miami. That's surprising. Yeah. Wilmington,
1: Delaware, the Hamptons, New York, Los Angeles, Detroit, New Haven, Connecticut, Atlantic City, New Jersey, Hartford, Connecticut,
0: Oakland, and number one is Newark. Newark. Sorry, Newark. Fine town. Clearly a pattern though. Northeast and West Coast, unfriendly. Yeah. The South and Midwest, friendly. I don't know. I think that was my takeaway. I think it's a different kind (laughs) of friendly.
1: Kind of like we talked about last week. People just don't have as much time for how's your mama talk, but it's uh, you know, it's a different kind of friendly. Did they go into
0: how they determined these? No, you're. I have no idea. You're. You're. Assuming, it's a survey. You're assuming
1: that I actually looked deep in here. I did not. It's a
0: readers' choice survey. It looks like. Yeah. So they yeah. took a survey. Okay, each year the magazine. Ranks hotels, cruises, beaches, and cities as part of its reader choice survey. Uh, so what magazine was this? Business Insider. Nope. Condé Nast Travelers List.
1: Huh. I think you said it. you need to say it more French than that.
0: <laughs> Condé Nast? Condé Nast. <laughs>
1: That's not even the way you say it.
0: Yeah, so obviously this is not scientific, but
1: uh, well, and then there was uh, there was another study. Uh, what is a typical Texan like? Are they friendly or approachable people? And uh, that was his Quora.com article. And uh, that was more kind of a blog um, by a guy named Ty Doyle. And um, and so he's talking about, uh, you know, there are very diverse people, but uh, for the most part, um, you know, one one thing holds uh, pretty true. Much everywhere you go in the States, that people are friendly and approachable is just – Examples: I lived in San Francisco several years, and that time I only knew one of my neighbors. And he just goes on and on about how you can't go anywhere um, on, on a quick trip in Texas because generally people want to visit and say hello and and all that. And I agree with that.
0: Yep. I used to get embarrassed as a kid when I would go to the grocery store with my mom because oh, really? she would always end up in a conversation. Oh my! my with ki- just with random people.
1: My kids get embarrassed going with me anywhere. Yeah. Because I'll stop and visit with somebody. And especially at the church, they're like, Dad, please.
0: <laughs> well, these are people you know. Well. The grocery well. store, I mean, she would sit and talk for 15 minutes to someone. Hmm. Didn't even know. Yeah. And I don't know why I found that embarrassing. But I remember as a kid, I was like, Mom, come on. Let's get <laughs> out of here. I know these people. Maybe that's why I don't like people today. You like people. <laughs> you like lots of people. I know a lot of people you like.
1: So uh, then there's this other article uh, that, uh, anyway, it was more of the stereotype thing. It's this Movoto thing that I looked at, and it says uh, her fifth reason, five out of ten, stereotypes on Texans again. But Texans are still big on being friendly. A lot of states claim to be the friendliest, but Texans know that that they claim that crown. Texas is called the friendly state after all, but it's well-earned. Native Texans are most uh, genuinely friendly people you will ever meet there's no such thing as quick trip to the grocery store in Texas because someone is sure to strike up a conversation with you in the checkout line and she keeps going so talking about waving and all this other stuff so again I agree with that so uh, the perception from non Texans looking in uh, is typically that we are a friendly approachable people and I I agree with that one thing that weighed into me is kind of how we're raised and it's a, it's somewhere something about how do good manners weigh into being a friendly Texan and so as I was thinking about how I was raised and how Amy and I are trying to raise our kids and I know you've done the same you and Kendra have done the same with your kids is just to treat good manners to your to your kids and and a few of those that just you know, popped out to me were things like respect and kindness and honesty and integrity and politeness you know, those are kind of Boy Scout rules, but they, those are important on how you interact with people. And, and I believe we, for the most part, do do a good job of that. In these social media and, and other articles that I that I read coming up to this, you know, they, they said, how can you stereotype a people as broad as the group of Texans, you know, with 23, 26 million, however many we have, because it's a very diverse set of people. I mean, you and I are somewhat similar, but there's a lot of people in texas that are very very different and um, they're brought up differently they don't don't necessarily have the same kind of values that we do but um but i do think this is you know these kinds of traits are uh, add to you know how to be a friendly texan
0: but i wonder if it's like you said earlier more of a stylistic thing you know um and the reason why i come back to that is where we lived in Flower Mound before we moved out, out to Argyle, we were on a little uh, corner of uh, where two streets kind of came together. It wasn't a cul-de-sac, but just a small mm-hmm. little circle there. And so we were friends with all of our neighbors, great people, uh, friendly as you could be. We were the only native Texans. Hmm. Um, the others were from Wisconsin, California, uh, Michigan, um, Boston, Utah. Well, did they
1: act any different, though?
0: No. See? So uh, I wonder if it's more of, you know, everybody's kind of got that, but for whatever reason, when you're in Texas, it kind of, you know, rubs off on you somehow. I really don't know. I can't explain it. Right. And then when you go to, you know, outside, like you said, you know, people I think are friendly in a different way, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I do get it a lot in traveling, you know. Uh, man, you know, people from Texas are so friendly. I get mm-hmm. that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, people, oh, yeah, I spent three months on a project in Texas. People there are so friendly. Right. Know? So, I don't know. I never really thought about it too much. Well, but.
1: I, I, I I don't either. Uh, it, it just comes natural to me,
0: mm-hmm. um, you know, my wife. I can get some strange looks in some places, though. You know? Oh, I do, too. Like, you go out of town and you're like... I'll be yes, mamming it up, or you know, yes, sir, no, sir, opening the door for people. You right. Know. What are you doing? They're like, "What? Where are you from? I'm from Texas." Oh, well, that yeah, that's no all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no wonder.
1: No, no, no wonder. I'm sorry, Andrew.
0: No technical <laughs> difficulty kicked the
1: crap out of that mic stand. Um, the the other thing that uh, this doesn't have anything to do with being. Friendly or not, but it, it's important to me. Uh, people that know me it, it know that the the handshake's important to me, and
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. I associate you with the full straight arm. Oh yeah!
1: <laughs> well, we've been doing that for years, just goofing around. Straight arm but, shake, but no, there's. <laughs> There's something to the handshake, and I've taught my two fourteen-year-old twin boys that that you know you come up somebody, it's a firm handshake, you look them in the eye, and you know you greet them
0: warmly, and you know with confidence. It's an art. It, oh, it's an art. It's it's not a science. No, you got to know when to squeeze. You got to know when to let go without being awkward. Don't hold on too long. That is awkward. Don't dog. be. Flop- I hate the yeah the floppy the hand. Floppy hand. Shake. Yeah. The limp noodle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh uh No. Yeah. Seinfeld has a great bit on this too. He goes into like the too close shake. (laughs) Like the bro shake? No, no. You just pull them in close. You you don't let go. I think that's a Seinfeld bit. The, the Donald does something like that too. Have you seen his handshake? He'll he'll be shaking your hand and then he'll like oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 I have seen that. <laughs> just, phone, Such an aggressive shake. But yeah, it can be really awkward. Well, if you're not, you know, you got to develop the muscle memory, I guess, to not be weird about it. But uh, I've had people that work for me that have a freaking weird handshake. And it, oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, I'll... For years. I'll, and it, I'll make decisions on people whether to hire or, or not. Just, see, that's... Just, I'm not kidding. Yeah. So I know it's, it's weird, but... Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, there's more to a person than their handshake, but hey, there's something...
0: It can be weird.
1: Yeah, but the bro shake, that's always weird, too. That yeah, was the bro shake? Well, you know how you go in for a shake and they, they come in for the hug?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: and then you're like in a
0: shake hug? Yeah, yeah. That can be awkward, oh, but... <coughs> It can be great. There's you know. a couple buddies that I do that. Yeah, I'm, I think I've bro-shaked you before,
1: <laughs> but I don't
0: want to right now. But I was at a I was at an event in California a while back, and there was a guy there I hadn't seen for a while, so he oh. came up, and we, and we just naturally bro-shaked, as you call it. Yeah. And I heard someone, you know, sitting at the table, some girl sitting at the table, he started laughing like, "Oh, the bro-shaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, making fun of? Us? It's very natural. It is it's, natural.
1: It's good to hug. You yeah. know, but
0: but it's not a tight hug. It's more of the, you know, kind of. Well, I've been in both. Bounce off the chest. Oh, no. Pat no on that's the back. like the
1: football in pads, bro. Yeah, shake. That's, but not necessarily the. Not a tender for embrace. Full,
0: tender embrace? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying there can be both, and they both can be awkward. All right. The, the right. football pad They can both bro be same. awkward, but the football pad one. <laughs> Cannot be awkward. no. That's cool. I think the full bro tender embrace would always be awkward. I think it, I think and then, the football
1: <laughs> one can be awkward outside of football. It's, it's any just full of, yeah. <laughs> any time you expect just a handshake and it goes to any form of hug, <laughs> it gets weird. It can. It I'm can. saying it. It. I think it can.
0: Oh, the other football thing that you would never take into the real world is the, you know, slap on the butt.
1: Yeah, that's not that's not okay. <laughs> I've had that happen in business.
0: Where, no, no, I no have way. I've
1: had I've had a guy who that he was a super old school and he, he
0: slapped you on the butt. He did. And he's like bad a boy, you know and is that why you put that hashtag me too on your <laughs> no. on your Facebook no, a while back? No, it's been a while. Thank goodness.
1: So anyway, not you know, see we brought in football. So football's a big deal in Texas. See. Yep. See how we we loop Can't everything go back a conversation in
0: conversation without hitting it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but the pro, we ought to come back to the shake, you know, cuz there's something There is something, something to that.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'll tell you one thing else that uh, they that You struck ever had me. a
0: shake that just turned into a full arm wrestle. No.
1: <laughs> no, thumb wrestle.
0: <laughs> thumb wrestle. How <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with a 3-year-old? <laughs> Yeah, no, not no. at all. Yeah, but either. I, oh, me either. I was just checking. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the handshake's
1: good. We'll come back to that at some point because that's that's good, clean fun there. <laughs> Let me say one thing not to do as a tech. My daughter Caroline, sixteen year old, she's junior high school. One of her friends. Uh, here's one thing not to do. I don't care if you're texting at anybody, but her her one of her best friends just got asked to prom via Snapchat.
0: That's and, bogus.
1: Oh, I'm and she said no. She, she said no. no. She's like, dude, you need to man up and come ask me. Yeah. And but plus it was an awkward relationship to begin with and this guy was super nerdy and yeah. not confident. But yeah. you can't do that. No,
0: you can't. What drives me crazy lately though <clears throat> is the trend of making it basically an Instagram production to ask somebody to prom oh. or homecoming. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh,
1: yeah. No, you have to stage photos and that stage the whole thing. so yeah. annoying. Yeah.
0: That's ridiculous. I mean, I I went to drop the girls off at school. I don't know when it was. Maybe before homecoming. I pull up, and there's this gigantic arch of balloons set up. Oh. And I was like, what in the world is going on? And the twins are like oh, so-and-so is about to ask so-and-so to the homecoming. And I was like, are you kidding me? Wow. And then sure enough, they walked under that thing, and the parents were standing, both sets of parents were standing off, kind of uh-huh. taking pictures and crap, and I was like, give me a break. No, that's not right. That's over the top. Yeah, that's not right. That's over the top. No,
1: yeah, they they just need to go ask, say, hey, will you go to homecoming? Yeah.
0: Andy, in- but I think it's—I think both of those are driven by fear of rejection, you know? Right. Well, the Snapchat thing, you're kind of hiding behind your phone. The other one, you I mean... can't say no to a giant production. It's kind of hard to no, say no in that situation.
1: archway of balloons. And yeah. You're just like, oh, I'm sorry, Well, one Tommy. of the
0: twins kind of had that. So she went into class right before homecoming, and there was a big picture on it, a big poster, with this giant teddy bear sitting there, and it was like you know then in front of the class you know hey i can't bear to go to homecoming without you oh yeah okay that's cute and so what if do there, you
1: if there's food involved like one of those big cookies that say, you know that you get to eat it's <laughs> a big teddy bear well, no if there's stuff to eat as part of it then i'm okay with that cuz that you know
0: well but it puts it, it creates an awkward situation right so Aww. she didn't want to say no and right you know, destroy the guy in front of the whole class. But at the same time, she didn't want to go with him. Yeah. So she had to say yes and then go back later on and, and kind of throw him under the work bus. her way out of it. Yeah, Yeah, that's sad. So anyway, it's, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I don't like either one of those. No, I'm not. It should I'm, just be the way we did it. Good, no. firm handshake and... <laughs> 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 give you know, the sister hug. We ought, we ought to, have, we ought <laughs> to it every time, just give her a good, firm
1: handshake. Yeah. firm handshake. Yeah. yeah, we ought to ask the ladies about the, the sister... A uh, handshake. See, yeah. see if that, it goes into that at all. Do they yeah. even shake hands? I don't know. I don't know either. It's more of the head nod,
0: I think. <laughs> Just a head nod? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I don't think they do that either. I don't know. Yeah, okay. So getting back to <laughs> the general concept of why Texans are friendly. So, you know, one thing, uh, going to a, a totally different aspect of it, is is when people are in need, do Texans help? What do you think
0: about that? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've had so many situations where we needed help and people just kind of pile on. Right. And then situations where people have needed help and we just, you know, pile on to help out. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, I think it's kind of like we were raised to... You know, you kind of reap what you sow, right? So, mm-hmm. if somebody needs something, you better be helping them because you're going to need help from them someday. That's right, kind of things. So. That's right.
1: And you are yeah. making fun of me the barn raising concept.
0: But well, I saw that on your notes. I'm like, I've never, been, I've never been in a barn raising. Well, it, I, it, <laughs> it, no, nor have I.
1: I didn't just come. I know I smell bad, but I didn't just come from one. But it really ri- like
0: you've been sleeping in one. Yeah,
1: it, it originated in the uh, in the UK, believe it or not. I actually looked it up and. Um, anyway but it's it's basically where you couldn't afford your family couldn't raise the barn yourself so you needed unpaid labor and everybody came you would have it all prepped and ready to go everybody come in for a day or two
0: and you'd get it done I think the Amish do that yeah, they still do seriously, that. seriously yeah. yeah no they still do that yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah so so that's a that's a great uh, example of what I think you know kind of the Texas spirit is of when when in need um, people come running to help one thing i saw this year uh with hurricane harvey it was i work with a lot of people down in houston and um anytime you get you know 56 inches of rain in three days people are going to need a tremendous amount of help and they they still do um and so i saw you know firsthand how people just really rallied you know and uh, people in need their homes you know they were talking about the 800-year floodplain, and it went over that, and it was just ridiculous how many houses got destroyed. And so it was—it was, it was uh, gratifying to see people step up mm-hmm. and take care of their own. So we—we we had groups of people from Dallas and San Antonio and elsewhere that just ran into Houston and helped however they could. It was it was really great to see.
0: Yeah, Kyle, so one example of people chipping in for Hurricane Harvey um, is right here in Argyle, the owner of 407 Barbecue, Brian McLarty. He actually belongs to a nonprofit or- organization called Operation Barbecue Relief, uh, which is just a bunch of guys that own barbecue restaurants. And, you know, when disasters happen, they kind of set up, trailers and go down to the site and feed you know hundreds if not thousands of people so uh, so as
1: we wrap up um you know how uh, texans are friendly and hospitable we're talking about how how people in need texans come running to help one example i came up with just very very personal and kevin you were right there with us when amy got sick uh five years ago your wife and and our friend wendy i mean literally took my kids to school and back every day for a year. I mean, who mm-hmm. does that? I didn't mm-hmm. ask him to do that. He just did it. I mean, it's just amazing the people, the, the outpouring of of help when you need it. And mm-hmm. a lot of times you don't even ask. So, um, you know, pe- people are amazingly helpful and friendly when in need.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it was only maybe a year before that where Kendra broke oh, three yeah. ribs. yeah. I remember that. Was in a hospital while I was in Chicago. Yes. And your wife. I got the call. Stepped, you came in and picked up the girls. Mm-hmm. That was bad. But your wife then stepped out of uh, mm. a very deep personal situation that she was in. To go and spend the night with Kendra in the hospital. She does have Without funny, even being asked. Very right? funny
1: photos from that, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> she was highly anesthetized. <laughs> she was. <laughs> we still but, yeah, are.
0: I mean, it kind of goes back to, you know, when you when you have an opportunity to help, which she right. did. Right. You know, then when y'all, it's just like, we didn't even think about it. That's right. Because, like, yeah, well, yeah, they've done stuff for us over the years. And, right. You know.
1: Right. All right. So, what happens when you do Texas wrong? What happens when you slam Texas? When you mess
0: with Texas? I'm sure I don't mess with well, Texas. Back on your Movoto, mm-hmm. number five was Texans. You had talked about number five, right? Right. Number six, right after that, is yes, Texans are friendly. That is, until someone messes with Texas. Mm-hmm. Then get ready to feel the Texan wrath. <laughs> I think there's a couple of dimensions to that. One is Texans have a way of they can take you down while also oh it's the being bl- nice to you at it's, the same time. It's the bless your heart yes, syndrome. Bless your heart. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: can make you feel like a complete idiot just by saying those three words. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. If you and if you're not from around here, you may not even. quite know what's happening to you until it's
1: too late. There's a lot of funny kind of mama videos Mm -hmm. out there about, oh, bless your heart, you know, Mm -hmm. just in other words, you are an
0: idiot. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. There was another situation in the recent Alamo Bowl game where the Stanford band And decided. I, I do love Stanford. What a great, great school. You it is I, an awesome school. You and I both
1: have spent a lot of time out in Palo Alto. That is a wonderful city and a great university, but boy, they... They, they got, messed with Texas. They got a little too clever for themselves, I think. In the Alamo Bowl.
0: Yeah, the premise of the band routine was uh, fake news, oh, right? Okay. Yeah. So it was this whole narrative about fake news, and the as the band, like you said, as the band was kind of doing their formations, they would... Uh, they had an announcer over the PA system, right? so he would kind of rattle off a few things, and they would do a song, and then he would come back and rattle off. And so this whole thing was fake news. And they were trying to kind of say... They were trying to talk about some Texas myths, basically. Mm -hmm. But they did it in a way that uh, came across as really poking fun at Texas. Right. And um, at first... And I watched the video of the thing. And at first... I think on the first one, there was a little bit of applause because it was kind of funny. Second one, it kind of got quiet <laughs> as people started to realize. Wait a second. Third insult, I think you heard a little booze. And then I think it was then that they started getting into Whataburger and queso yeah. and right. you know some really hot topics. I mean, you don't talk about Whataburger or queso, right. by the way. And that's when all heck broke loose. And, yeah. I mean, the booze were just like. Over yeah, overwhelming. Yeah, wow. I think they were
1: saying the queso was the Gatorade of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So if you actually look at it, it is clever and funny. And and the 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 point is is yes, uh, Texans can laugh at themselves. But generally, it's kind of like a dysfunctional family. You um you know it's okay for for internally to the family to make fun of each other but once somebody makes fun of you from outside of the family then game on it's Mm -hmm. that's not okay right right so i think that's kind of what was happening if these were some very clever californians coming in and making fun of texas it, it got old quick all right so not not a lot on that but uh I think the, the point is just to say that, uh, you know, Texans are generally perceived as friendly. But, you know, when you do, quote, mess with Texas, um, Texas responds. You know where that
0: phrase came from? Hmm. I'm pretty sure it came from a campaign— Back in the 70s. Oh, it was a litter. It was yeah, a litter littering. pickup. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, it was all about that. That's where the phrase started. Because, yeah, Texas. It, was, it was back in the 70s where all of our highways just looked like a big garbage dump. Yeah. And then, I don't know... It looked
0: kind of like Detroit or something. Governor
1: Bill Clements kind of or somebody back then, 100 years ago. they Bill Clements. Man, I
0: forgot about that name. Yeah, that was a long time he ago. It was right before Ann Richards, it's wasn't he? It's pronounced Clinton. It's not Clinton. No, sir. It's pre-birth, Andrew. Um...
1: So, it, yeah, it, it may have been Clements that came up with this idea and remember all the trash cans mm-hmm. were red, white and blue and said don't mess, don't mess with, with Texas. Texas. Anyway, yeah. it it worked because yeah. we started taking great pride in making sure that our state was clean. And um it was a it was a great um um you know, just a a great campaign and I think it worked and obviously the, the logo stuck.
0: Yep. Sure did. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
1: So I think uh I think that's a, a good conversation today. We gave you, uh, as as Kevin and I are, are ADD, this was perfect for us because we're all <laughs> over the place. We're talking about being friendly and don't mess with Texas and stuff that can kill you. Uh, so I think this was uh, this was a fun conversation. So, anyway, uh, How to Be a Texan, uh, we appreciate uh, y'all listening and uh, pr- would also appreciate if you give us some uh, reviews and subscribe to our podcast and we'll hopefully be able to Give you some good fun listening material week after week.
0: Adios, Adios <laughs> sucker. <laughs>